You're listening to World of Empowerment Radio. Your station for practical spirituality in a changing world. And here are your hosts, Angel Rose and Ahanu. I am Ahanu, and my lovely Angel Rose is not with me today because she's in shock. I told her that I was shaving my head, and that's what started it all. Well, I did it. And while Angel Rose did accommodate my wishes, she's still in mourning over the loss of the ponytail. And most of you know that I come from a long line of barbers. And because there was no money in cutting my hair, my father allowed my hair to grow from an early age. And sometimes, though, it was a punishment for me to get the bowl on my head and suffer the outrage of the crew cut. But here's a little clip, excuse the pun, of the actual cutting of the 12-inch ponytail. And our thanks to Amanda from Great Clips in Redmond, Oregon for facilitating this crazy adventure. All right, this is the shaving. This is the skin. That's it, it's all over. Oh, this isn't the skin yet. <gasps> That's it, you'll never get sex now, huh? <laughs> You know, I don't like bald men. Uh-huh. But that'll be it. You look like a Marine. I already donated the ponytail to a children's charity that makes wigs for children that have been victim to severe burns, cancer survivors, or suffer from any number of skin disorders that cause permanent hair loss. I'm not sure how a child will look with my grey hair, but who knows what the fashion is these days. My fashion is going without any hair, and I already feel more confident about that. I hope that my donation will help restore the children's confidence, enabling them to face this fast-changing world with renewed self-esteem. Now, speaking of confidence and self-esteem, and delving into the world of ego for just a moment, do you think that a shaved head boosts confidence? Do you find a shaved head more or less attractive? Well, I want to show you two contrasting video clips. The first is from a YouTube video called The Significance of Hair in Native American Culture, by Native Voice TV. And I followed that with a clip from Sandra Ray, who is the founder of Rebirthing. On the website whitewolfpack.com, 
Here's what they say about the significance of long hair in Native American cultures. So pure and sacred are the thoughts of our mother, the earth, that her hair grows long and fragrant. The sweet grasses found growing around the world represent the hair of our mother, the earth. These special grasses have long been collected by the native peoples of earth to use as incense to be perceived by the senses for physical and spiritual healing, celebrations, for sacred prayer and for purification rites. Loving all her children, the earth allows us to share in her loving intent and her perfect and purifying thoughts. On the medicine wheel, sweet grass sits in the north position, the place of water and consciousness, the place of the minder of the universe and the soul of man. As native people walk the sacred earth of the creator God, our hair, the physical extension of our thoughts, allows for our direction along the path of life. All peoples of earth have cultural tales, T-A-I-L-S, to guide us, because without tales, birds couldn't fly or fish couldn't swim or animals would be without balance, depicting the power of hair and thought and telling of the strengths of men and women, using thoughts and hair to defeat evil. Should you maintain pure and perfect thoughts, Evil sorcerers and witches cannot use your hair in their evil ceremonies to defeat you, for they need the weaknesses in your thoughts to cause you harm. Believe in the power of the Creator, not in the magic of man. And they go on to say that in many countries around the world, holy men and holy women are recognised by the length and glory of their hair. The cutting of hair by oppressors has long represented the submission and defeat of a people through humiliation. The language and sacredness of hair is taught by all tribal peoples on earth. The porcupine shared itself by giving native women a sacred comb, which was made from the bone found on the underside of the porcupine's tail. Can you believe that? After taking the skin off, drying it and making a wooden handle, it was ready for use. Combing is the act of separating and adjusting the hair so that it will lay or move in the best our most beautiful way. Native families, knowing that our hair is the physical manifestation of our thoughts, also understand that our thoughts need to be corrected and adjusted so that we will move gracefully along the beauty way, along the sacred path of life. So when combing our hair each day, we're reminded to keep our thoughts pure. The hair that falls out and gathers in our brushes and combs is gathered up and kept in a special place for the next 28 days of the moon or the month. This hair is a recollection, a record of our past thoughts and deeds. At the time of the full moon, the time of illumination and completeness, the hearts of the families, the women, gather in ceremony and offer the thoughts of their families, their bundled hair, to the spirits of fire, earth and air. You were given a sacred colour of hair to wear and you were never to bleach or whiten or dye your hair this site goes on to say that even the word dye, or D-Y-E, D-I-E, when used to colour the states, was like death or divination. Dying, one's hair, places your desires before the thoughts of God. Bleaching one's hair to change spiritual status does not make one an elder or predating spirit, for you are born who you are, chosen and elevated by God, not by mankind. In native ceremony, when ochre and hennas were used on hair, it was understood that it was for a sacred purpose and spirit or God inspired and a natural colour would naturally return. The act of cutting your hair 
is the cutting off of the flow of thought. You actually sever away past thoughts from future deeds. Cutting your hair usually occurs when one chooses to make a major change in one's life, putting past misdeeds behind them and beginning a new life. In native teachings, many tribes cut their hair during the mourning process, which symbolizes the deep wound to one's sensibilities caused by the piercing hurt of a loved one's passing. Now in Oglala culture, hair is very important, more in the old days than it is now, because a lot of the youth don't know its importance. But the Oglala believe that even when we brush our hair, any hair that's left in the brush should not be thrown away, but to mix it with sage and burn it, and then offer it to the earth. That's how sacred hair is. When a person passes on, the hair is braided tight to the scalp and cut off, then kept by the family for one year to keep the spirit near, and so the spirit can adjust to the death. Then after one year, a ceremony of wiping away of tears and releasing of the spirit is done, and the hair lock is burned with sage or wheat sweetgrass and sacred song and prayers. And the story of Samson and Delilah in the Bible that many of us know about has a lot of encoded truth to tell us. When Delilah cut Samson's hair, the once undefeatable Samson was defeated. Now, by contrast, listen to Sandra Ray speak about her ritual of shaving her head, and we'd love to hear your feedback about this. On the way to Armundan, head shaving. The driver stopped to get a new scissors then when we got to the site we had to go down 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 400 steps into the bowels of Bali. There we got to the ancient stupas cut into caves in the walls. He told us to kneel right there. The tourists stayed away really. He began cutting our hair. Even though this is my fifth time in this life, it was still very very powerful. He cut it as close as he could for both of us. Silk, our organizer from Tenerife, was there to assist. Then we went down by the clear swift river placing the hair in the stream. We went in the water and did a total immersion. Silk held the big beach towel for me so I could change my clothes. It felt so good, and I knew we had done the right thing. Since we did not have the proper razors, we had to stop at a local Balinese barber and go the next step and finish it off. This mundan purifies you. It rids you of past life negativity. It bestows long life, and rejuvenates you. It protects you. It cleanses the body and soul. It improves your intuition. It sharpens your mind. It is always an initiation into the next level, which is precisely why we did it, since Babaji now told us we must move to Wash DC. Obviously he is giving us a new powerful assignment. I don't like the snow and the weather, but I always told him I would go wherever he wanted me to go. So when this move came to us, and we both got the message at the same moment, we surrendered. Two nights later we got the instruction to shave our heads. It feels so good and liberating. The staff at our villa were really shocked as we had not told them ahead of time. I do feel younger and more alert and my meditation is much better now. By doing this, we have said to Babaji, we accept our new assignment and we are willing to do whatever it takes to let you know that. We also did it because we are working on a book on physical immortality. So we wanted to face death at that particular temple. Bol Babaki J. Victory to the Sweet Father, Babaji, Love, Sondra. So do you think the Native Americans are right that hair gives you strength? Do you think our hair acts like an antennae of sorts, helping us receive higher knowledge? And when I mentioned that I was donating my hair to help children suffering from hair loss, how would illnesses such as alopecia or hypothyroidism or celiac disease or other diseases which affect the hair 
fit into this? We'd love to hear from you. Please do leave your comments below or on our website at https colon forward slash forward slash worldofempowerment.com. Angel Rose and I are preparing our new podcasts, our videos, our websites, our trainings and book publications for 2017. And strangely, as we just published this last week, Volume 2 of Answers from the Akashic Records, one of the 30 or so questions that was in that book was on the subject of hair. A subscriber had asked, is hair loss reversible and can grey hair be reversed? To get the answers, go to Amazon and get that book. It's free on Kindle this week. Simply search for Angel Rose Arahanu on Amazon to find it. And to stay abreast of the news, please visit us and share on all the social media sites. Until next time, stay warm and well and enjoy this very special time of the year. Thank you. You have been listening to Angel Rose and Ahanu on World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world. 